Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm, of course, is your host, Steve-O, along with my lovely co-host. I'm Anna. And it is number episode 23, so we're almost at 25. This is trucking Number off. episode? Number episode, yes. Number episode. Look, it's been... A... Okay, <laughs> again, we're recording and I still have two fucking days of work after this. It's... That's true. It's painstakingly these weeks. And you know what's tragic that I realized after I got here mm. is I'm not wearing my Cthulhu shirt. I'm a disappointment. Well, you have. Uh, I'll put it this way: you do have a Indian uh, skull. I on do. Your shirt. It's a poltergeist shirt. It, we're just gonna say poltergeist shirt, um, which is funny because I made a poltergeist joke this earlier this week at work with. I said you move the uh, crap. What did I say? Because we're talking about people moving and everything like that. And I was all like, you move the, you move this, you move the employees, but not the uh, Ethernet cable, or something along those lines, because people are still having trouble logging into oh. their computers at some point. I don't know. I've just uh, now I'm I I just you know what I I literally go into okay this is what I want for you kiddos I'm sorry I'm going off on a little bit of a rant but I am going to do this real quick because this ties into everything I'm actually doing a tire so of course you can find us on foraradio.com Facebook Twitter Spreaker iTunes Stitcher Zoom Marketplace Blackberry Podcast Blueberry Podcast Mirror Guide Double Twist YouTube Swell Radio and Player FM and Podcast Directory uh, of course we're brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs illustrates and designs that fit your personalities for samples and inquiries please visit revengelover.com and don't forget to go to Amazon. You don't go to Amazon though, you go to the, I gotta emphasize the, because apparently if you don't have the in there, you go to the Sasquatch.net, you will find a Sasquatch website. I was actually kind of hoping it was going to be a porn website. Oh, if it had been a porn website, I would have been like, everybody go to Sasquatch.net, but it's not. It's just this, it's just the thing about Sasquatches, which is rather depressing, but. Um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, so it's just one of those weird uh, kind of things. 
Um, yeah, so you go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and then shop like you normally do. We get a little taste if you do. All that great, good, wholesome fun for love and peace and all that kind of weird stuff. Um, but yeah, so basically what I was getting into when I go off to a rant, I'm just realizing that I... I need to just do podcasts for a living. That's the only media I think that I am good at, and I don't have to answer to anybody. It's my own business. So I am pleading with you people. Please go to these websites. Give us more sponsors. Recommend sponsors. Any sponsors that are listening, horror people or whatnot, you want to get out there, we have a we have a sponsor package for you where you can pay for the year. and We go ahead and promote your stuff and things like that. Because honestly, this is the only media I think that uh, people actually enjoy me at because I have a feeling at work, uh, I don't even think my bosses even care. In fact, I don't think my bosses even know what I do for a living. In fact, if my bosses actually listen to my podcast... I don't think your bosses care about anything. Uh, they'd be very... Uh, probably just like, oh, shit, he talks, to, he talks a lot of crap about work. But yeah, it's another horrifying day of work. And I just don't know if it's just me working OT now, and it's just ruining my life, where I'm like, yeah, I enjoy the money and stuff like that, but I think I'm just going to try to do as much OT as I can, get to a certain point where I'm, I don't really need it, and then just... I I literally came home on Monday like at three o'clock and it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Granted, every time I'm coming home now, I am just passing out and taking power naps. So it's just like it's it's very disappointing now. Um, but anyways, um, enough with my rant. So yes, please come on, everybody, help me help. If look, I already said if I can do this for a living, every single podcast for a living. We need to start a Kickstarter for you. I I will literally be giving you guys a morning show. Oh, that would be awesome. A taste of Steve in your mouth in the morning. Uh, <laughs> a taste of Steve in your mouth. All right, that's all I got. Uh, and actually, going back to the conversation that we were having about 20 minutes ago yeah. about uh, po- uh, Poltergeist, mm-hmm. it was pretty funny because I was actually just watching um, the uh, American Dad with it. Or Peter the- Geist. Oh, Peter Geist. The Family Guy episode where they have the skull and uh, like the the Indian chief skull. <laughs> Uh, carrot top gets a hold of it and he's like it's agent scully <laughs> and uh and then uh peter see he's uh calls it lou diamond phillips and then peter sees it uh or finds a, a saw with glasses on it and he goes oh that's my seesaw and he's like oh my god you are so fucking funny <laughs> just like that's uh, a good episode i forgot how good the old episodes are a family guy yeah <clears throat> it's kind of crazy um, but anyways, so Steve, other yeah. than work, how was your week? Uh, it's been okay. It's been tiring. Uh, although I have been, which is funny, I've been very slacking on actually Arcade Bros, which I'm kind of hoping with uh, two coworkers actually moving into the apartment complex of Street. When no one can do Arcade Bros with me, I might just have them come over and do it with them because they're both gamers and stuff like that. So. Oh, and we need to get uh, her on for the horror podcast. Yes, that's a, that's another thing I was thinking as well. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I figured that'd be kind of nice because I know Eric hit me up on Tuesday going, do you guys have an episode? And no. And I was like, yeah, I've been really slacking on getting an episode together. But then it's like, Raven's been busy with a baby and Matthew, I... Has just been busy. I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> Matthew I, just hates you now. <laughs> you know, it could possibly be that. I, I wouldn't put Capacity. I think it's more on me where I'm not really asking anybody uh, if you want to do. I think it's really is me because this is the problem. It's like I'm able to find the show notes for this show and I'm able to do it very quickly now. And for some reason, I just can't seem to find anything for gaming. And uh, then again, I have been actually gaming more uh, in the past because I just literally got the Uncharted collection. It's such a good game. And just been booking through. Um, well, good games. 
Yeah, but I've been, but I, I already finished uh, the first and second. I'm on the third one, so I'm basically gearing up for the fourth one that comes out in May. But yeah, I think it's just me just slacking on. Uh, get, I mean, I've been slacking on the Facebook page, and then I haven't even touched trying to rebuild that um, website. So I don't know. Arcade Bros, it sucks because I know we're like four episodes away from doing hitting a hundred finally after all these like many many years, and just because the show has just been, I don't know. The show start actually. You know what? I'm out of all the shows that I've done. This is the show that I'm. I I want to say I'm more passionate about than any other show, just because it's in my wheelhouse. But it's the most. It's the it's the show that's been having the most trouble ever. Because even when it first started, there was conflict because I was doing it with somebody else, and then uh, yeah, you've had like four co-hosts. That, that kind of fell apart because that guy's a complete douche. And then my brother joined the show and everything was going great. And then I know he got overwhelmed with, you know, uh, you know, starting his life, basically doing his job and his wife and his, you know, getting a house and everything like that. And then it took forever. And then Raven joined me and then Raven has a kid, which I can't really like be like, you can't have children and stuff. And then I know Matthew has been so gracious to be on the show and everything like that. And it, it's just been me just not being able to have a schedule. I think it's just it's weird doing it over the the internet thing kind of thing because even matthew lives here but i ra i don't know what it is i'd rather just have people like inside the studio and doing it like i don't mind doing long box casts like that because i think kyle's really on the ball when it comes to that like if it wasn't for him and it was all up to me i don't think long box cast would be still uh, here still doing what it's doing just because like i i try my hardest and my damnedest to be on stuff but it's just like that's the problem i, th I really feel like this sh the what i'm doing now with this job is just really putting a strain on my podcasting stuff and i know i can't really just quit my job and do this i would love to though but it comes down to where it's like, like it, I'm, just, I'm sitting there at work half the time going man this is i'm wasting a lot of time and energy doing this crap basically i'm honestly just gonna say crap uh meaningless crap um where i literally could be at home doing like twitch streams and playing video games reviting reviews for video games watching horror movies reviting you know those reviews reading comic like doing all this stuff i mean of course i can't do all that stuff because i need income to get this stuff or and everything like that but it's just like i'd rather i think i'd be better that would be my better work ethic if I was able to just do all that kind of stuff for a living instead of having to have this kind of, you know, get, don't quit your day job kind of crap to do this. Because I yeah. think it's just really putting a strain on everything else that I want to do because I'm literally sitting here going like, man. And then when I do finally get a day off, like a weekend or whatnot, it's always, okay, I got to catch up on stuff that I haven't been able to do, such as I got to go food shopping or I got to do this or I got to do that or there's always something. And it's just like, I don't know. I really – come on, people. Give me a sponsor. Give me high-paying sponsors. Give me – me something give help the network out we really want to we could probably do a lot better shows and qualities and stuff like that seriously people kickstarter for steve so then he can write reviews for you he can play video games and tell you how they are he can give yeah, this, you podcasts this is really can... like they're like well, fuck this guy i want to do that start my kickstarter so it's me just complaining right now and just having to do well, with the job. we'll put it this way as long as you get if you get to do it and they're funding you for it, then they get to listen to you do it and they get to have their day brightened a little bit by a well, taste of Steve I'm, in their I'm, mouth. I'm hopefully everybody's enjoying the podcast we do deliver on this network. Um it's it's work. That's something that I just don't like doing. Like and I honestly don't care. Dang. <laughs> Well, I think I they just uh, they don't care if as long as you don't talk shit about the actual company. I don't think they're really gonna give a shit. And also, by the way, apologies, guys, because I'm getting over allergies or some random yeah, shit. Yeah, So if I'm sniffing a lot, that's why. Um. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. Um. 
before I ask you your week, because I went on this huge tyrant or whatnot. Um, I will say this: B Horrorcast for some strange reason is like one of the longest episodes, like one of the longest shows besides Socially Awkward that I do, because I always feel like we're never gonna have that much material, and then I end up getting off on rants <laughs> and everything like that. But um, yeah, I was gonna say our weather's been very wacky uh, the past couple of days. We literally had like everything was heating up, then we got hit with all this rain, and then it cleared up, and then we got rain again. So allergies and everything are very high. A lot of people at work are sick. Uh, so Arizona is a weird fucking state. Um, but anyways, Anna, besides my whole ranting and raving, how has your week been? Crap. Um, I had to... Just another shitty show, guys. Yeah, it's just a shit show. I uh, ended up calling out from work sick on Thursday and Friday just because I could not get out of bed because I just felt so awful. I slept like all day both of those days, I was able to make it to my nephew's birthday party, but <clears throat> I showed up late and left early because I was like, I just can't deal with it. And then people kept being like, oh, hi, and trying to give me a hug. I'm like, I don't know if this is allergies or sickness. So you probably want to stay away from me. Um, and I, like, there's just a bunch of kids running around everywhere. And so I was trying to avoid those two because I don't want to get them sick. And I really don't want to get them to get me sick if I have, if I actually am sick and if I have a low immune system, God knows what diseases they're carrying and fucking bubonic plague and shit. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, it was, it wasn't too bad. Um, just lots and lots of work and dealing with shit at work and, Oh, I, People I totally forgot. We're going to, um, since these always come out on Thursday and stuff like that, but um, you can totally blow up. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to ruin Anna's life right now with this, but uh, Anna has a birthday coming up soon. No, I don't. Yeah, so it's going to be on the, uh, uh, I'll, I'll see if our fans know how to do math. It's two days before Hitler's birthday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just but uh But anyways, yeah, so make it. sure you give her, um, you know, oh. So yeah, if uh, if you want to tweet no. at, if you want to tweet at Anna or you can find her uh, you know on the internets and stuff like that, feel free to send her happy birthday pictures of creepy clowns. I hate you so oh, much. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. You suck. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be great. I hate you. Creepy clown music. Creepy clown music. No 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 no. Oh wait, where is no. that creepy clown? No music? no 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 no. <laughs> I hate you. I don't know. Why am I doing a podcast with you? You know what? I don't know. You are the one that asked me. Um, yeah, that's true. And then I ended up like, and really I thought you were going to be the person hosting the show. Well, we're sort of doing it together, which is kind of nice. At least I don't have to completely carry it. Okay, but hopefully this is the music I'm looking for. No, this is not the music I'm looking for. I don't know what that music is called or what it's even saying, but it's the circus theme. I don't know. No, this I like how they say creepy clown music, but this is not creepy clown music. What I'm gonna play right now, this is actually from. Oh. Catch me if you can. <laughs> You're the not afraid fuck? of the dark, are you? No, that's okay. That's horrible. The music that's actually playing is actually from uh, Mario 64. In one of the haunted uh, mansions games, you fall down. There's like this carousel going around. That's the music that's playing. Wow, the kid talking and this creepy. Cl what I love is I typed in creepy clown music. Has that playing? So that's not even creepy clown music. That's no. carnival music. Second of all, then it has this picture of a clown just spinning around with his mouth open and gaping like you know horror teeth, and then it has that stupid little girl going like, "Ha ha, catch me!" I'm like, this is not creepy at all. This is actually sad and pathetic and. One of the worst excuses for uh, creepy that you can come music. up with. Yeah. I like how but I, yeah, I think it's just called circus music. I'll try that. Creepy. 
There's a name for it, though. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. And if I did, I probably wouldn't tell you because you're you suck. Um, One hour <clears throat> of creepy carnival music. Ugh. And it's gone. Yeah. Nope. No, uh, I'm not gonna find it. Gonna have to find. No, I know they used to do this on uh, the show. Um, Type in do 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 do. No, they they had this done on um, Hollywood Babylon, where uh, Ralph Garner would creep out Kevin Smith, where he'd pretend putting on makeup and sing that song, going do 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 do, and like it would freak Kevin out, and then it became a huge thing where they kept asking uh, Ralph Garner to do different impersonations while singing it. So one of them he did do was Bill Cosby. He was just like, do 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 zip zap zip 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 That is terrifying. Not gonna lie, especially if you played it in the dark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That is not what I was looking for. That's. Like, yeah, I I don't know. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, that do 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 do. If you know the words, which I don't even know why I'm asking, because I know you guys aren't gonna hit us back on Twitter or Facebook or anything and let me know. But I do want to know. If I do want to know, I okay, I'll put it. This way. If you tell me, I will just repeatedly post this on Anna's Facebook page, over and over again. Um, Entry of the Gladiators. What the hell is that? Maybe that's it. Nope. Yeah, let's... Uh, no, all right. Yeah, this is terrible podcasting. <laughs> we're, like, looking yeah, shit we're up looking on YouTube. Up. But, um... So, yeah, so that's been our week. Just thank you for joining us. Now let's get to the reason why you hopefully listen to the podcast is our Eerie News of the Week segment. Uh, we got some doozies this week, uh, especially one that I just <laughs> heard about on the radio, which that will probably be our closing story for this before we dive into horror movie news. But, without okay. further ado, Eerie News of the Week! <laughs> Looks like the eerie news of the week. You know what I just realized? Hmm. If we come across a another news segment that has to do with clowns, you could, if we can find that music, you should just play that before you. Do this. Yeah, okay. Anna, uh, I'm going to let you take this little bit over because i got to take care of something right now. All right. Um, is this the uh, St. No, wait. No, that's not it. Uh, Long Island Haunts? Is that the one you want to talk about? Okay. So, apparently, if the page will load, they have a website that says it's the 13 creepiest haunted places on Long Island. Um, if you, I'm just going to go through and, uh, read through a few of them. Uh, there's Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road on, uh, in Melville slash Huntington. Uh, one legend has it there was a hospital here that burnt down sometime during the 1700s or 1800s with some patients and staff still trapped inside only to be rebuilt on the same site to tragically burn down again. Another legend speaks of a deranged nurse who set the blaze and roams the woods with or without a number of faceless children. Some claim to have seen burning spirits fleeing from the grounds, accompanied by screams. Um, 
There's also a legend of the mass suicide in which several teenagers hung themselves beneath the Northern State Parkway overpass. Oh, I was going to um, stop you real quick before you dive into any more of that because I had to ha- handle a screaming child. Um, Otherwise known as your cat. My fucking cat. No, uh, basically why I brought this up as well because uh, I was actually born uh, on Long Island. Woo. So this is actually maybe gives me a chance to visit back home at one of these times. Quote, unquote, to go home. To, so, yeah, so, yeah. So back to the second one, which was the, the Kings Park... Uh, well, I hadn't finished with the first one, but yeah, sure. Oh, I thought that was the first one. I thought you were talking about there was no, a, there's the a bunch hanging of different, overpass. Yeah, there's a bunch of different legends. I hadn't quite finished reading it, but you get basically you guys get the gist of it. There's a bunch of uh, uh, there's a bunch of different legends going on with that. So, um, second one that's on there. Uh, actually, Steve, do you want to take away that one so we can just kind of switch off? Um, yeah, I can give that one a shot. So, okay, so the first one was the. First one that we did was the Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road. Okay, that's why. Right. Okay, so the second one was the King Park's uh, Psychiatric Center. Uh, King's Park established in 1885 uh, on more than 8,800 acres of land. The King Park's uh, Psychiatric I'm just going to call it the psych ward, um, is a mini city of restlessness, um, restless, uh, anguished souls, once home for more than 9,000 patients housed in more than 150 buildings. Uh, the complex began, uh, became a self-sufficient uh, farm community. It had a library, a firehouse, a, m- a morgue, a cemetery. Most of the compound has fallen into despair, but the scream, moans, and banging and clanging continues. Internally, internal reminders of the pain and suffering amidst its uh, walls. Electric shock therapy, uh, insul- uh, insul- insulin, insulin shock therapy, uh, uh, perf- uh, Lobotomies, like I can't even pronounce half of these words because I prefrontal lobotomies. See, I don't yeah. know why you make me read these things. Okay, fine, I'll read them. Um, <clears throat> so basically, psych ward, creepy. Actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. We should try to go there. Um, third one is well, I'm. You should be glad you didn't have to read this because Lake Ronkonkoma. Um. Yeah, we're just going to call it Lake R, because Wait, even I this? can't pronounce it. It's the third one on there. Some lake. Ronkonkoma. Ronkonkoma. But anyways, Lake R is awash with legends and stories from tales. It's infested with piranha to the belief that it's bottomless, has magical hearing, healing powers, or is connected to the Long Island Sound and Great South Bay via underground channels. It's a kettle lake... Uh, historically, the lake was known as a highly sacred site of religious rituals for ancient Native American Indian tribes hmm. uh, who would travel a hundred miles or more on pilgrimages to undergo vision quests on its shores. Uh, there are also various versions of stories about the lake's infamous Indian princess, the troubled spirit of the lake. Uh, one tale speaks of a Native American maiden sacrificed in his waters to be- appease a god. Another tells of the lady of the lake. A uh, Native American princess betrothed huh. and in love with a member of her tribe who was murdered by like a settler said, in the Lady Indian of the Republic. Lake, and I'm wondering if that's where Midnight Shyamalan with Ding Dong stole things for his Lady in the Water bullshit. Yeah, I, that movie looks so boring. Um, <clears throat> she was murdered by a settler on the eve of their wedding. She tied rocks... Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, a Native American princess who was betrothed and in love with a member of her tribe, the member of her tribe was murdered by a settler on the eve of their wedding. So, she uh, tied rocks to the to her ankles and committed suicide in the middle of the lake. Wait, uh, wait. How did she do that? She tied rocks 
What? You said there were like Native American tribes and everything. So I said, how? Oh, <laughs> you dork. Um, her body was never found. The legend goes, so she returns annually to bring another male to his watery death in revenge for her love's slang. Um... Phantom princess can sometimes be seen, so it continues la- lamenting along the shore and luring future vis- victims to their demise. Ooh, and one of this is that one story, that lay uh, kind of thing. Where, I mean, a lot of stuff has changed, but there's the woman <coughs> who would walk past, uh, who would walk through the lake and everything like that, who actually uh, drowned her children in the lake. Um, it's usually actually a Mexican folktale. I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, but it was like she, she would lure men, basically because it was like a, a, a nobleman had sex with a, basically had children with a woman of lesser status in that time period, and mm-hmm. then he... Um, he basically was like, no, I'm not going to be with you and stuff like that. So she ended up drowning her children. And then I think she killed herself. And then every 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 so often she would lure men over by crying. Basically, you would hear this woman crying by the river saying, oh, I can't find my children. I can't find my children. And when you would go over to help her, the legend is that she would actually drown. Pull you in. Pull you in and drown you or whatnot. Huh. Um, I'm trying to remember what that actual um, – I think it's actually I'll, – I'll look it up now while you go through. But I'm wondering if that's uh, – that could be one of those kind of things where like certain stories are taken from other folk tales and put into these things. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, let possible. me go look at that. I remember uh, actually during the Halloween season, um, Universal Studios actually did something with that. Um, oh, but let me see if I can look that up so I can actually get the actual thing. Uh, well, I was just gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of like the, the like folk tales and such like that came from Native American legends because Native Americans. Are have some weird spiritual stuff going actually, on. Actually, honestly, I think Supernatural did one. Yes, d- actually, I think that was their pilot episode, if I'm not mistaken, where people would be driving a woman home. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, yeah, was, that was the pilot. I, I totally believe that forgot was the pilot. So, oh yeah, here we go. Images. Uh, ah, from uh, <laughs> the Wailing Woman, um, or known as La Lorena or Lorna, I believe. Lorona, we- uh, weeping ghost of the Southwest, wailing woman from the Mexican folktale, um, an Hispanic legend. Yeah, so um, yeah, there's a tons, there's tons and tons of lore about wailing women in different parts of the yeah, the country. Mexican ghost tales of the Southwest. So yeah, so uh, does oh yeah, Lorena, does she seek your children? Yeah, there's also that kind of rumor and stuff like that. So yeah, um, very interesting. Um, sorry, ta- side tangent. No, 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 it's good. It's I, I like learning about this shit. It's interesting. Um, fourth on the list is Raynham Hall in West Main Street on Oyster Bay, um, named after Raynham Hall in Norfolk, England, which is infamously haunted by the Brown Lady, captured in a 1936 photograph because she okay, shit can, herself. Can we can the, we can we say that now, Brown Lady, or do we have to be like? I was just thinking Brown as in she shit herself, uh, but <laughs> that's yours is probably more accurate. However. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm sorry, but I like to be called African American lady. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know. She might have been Indian. Oh yes, I like to be called in Indian American lady. Whatever Indian, I kill you now, I kill, Indian lady. I, I kill you now. I <laughs> kill you for the, I, I I should do a woman one. I kill you for time now. I kill you all the time. It is not a good thing. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> Would you uh, like me to kill your children? Sure, why not? Um, yeah, because Anna has twenty kids. She's yeah. Like, she keeps just having. She keeps having kids at a wedlock. Well, yeah, because I need the money for drugs. So just sell the kid. Yeah, you and get do drugs. drugs. I think I've only heard you do like one type of drug, and that's been it. it. I've never done drugs. Weed is not a drug. 
No, weed is a hand. Oh, God. Oh, that's what we need to do. I need to. Weed? Oh. Not that, but I need to. When we have a certain guest on the show that we were just talking about, I need her to be like, hey, can I, can I get high and do a podcast? Uh, <laughs> you guys want to go get high? You guys want to go get high? Um, sorry. Uh, which number are you You're on? You're the worst I... guest ever, Tally. Number four. Oh, number four. Okay. I don't think we're going to go through all yeah. of these. So there's uh, Random Hall, Katie's West Main Street in Smithtown, Morgan Hall on Route 107, Wilkham Farmhouse. Uh, Normandy Inn. I think, um, like, this link has already been posted Ooh. on our Facebook page, so check it Ice out. Ice King th- Browns. But this is the only one that actually really intrigues me, is the Fire Island Lighthouse on Fire Island. The original lighthouse uh, standed 74 feet high and was constructed of stone in 1826 and served as a beacon to distress, uh, you know, the whaling and the merchant ships from... Uh, for about th- 30 years. It was replaced by a current lighthouse built in 1858, which is rumored to be haunted by a, a curator who com- who committed suicide uh, prior to the uh, the resurrection of the new one. So, And I would like to go visit Fire Island. I think that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. But yeah, so um, there's 13 of these places. Go ahead and check them out, because I know reading all through them is probably not interesting. It kind of sucks because I'm going through, and most of them have pictures, and then there's a couple of them that don't have pictures, so your best bet is maybe uh, taking those names and putting them online and see if you can actually get a better uh, copy of that. But yeah, so this was uh, the from the Long Island Press. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that out. Um, okay, so this is a weird one. This was posted by um, Coast to Coast um, AM. Uh, watch a man walk through a door. Uh, clo- uh, a clo- okay, Watch man walks through door of closed store. Okay, so the basically he walks through a, a door of a store that's already closed. I don't know. This yeah, is just the title. But I did post this on the Facebook page, so you can check that out. I'm going to watch the video for the first time. And then, uh, Anna, did you already watch the video? Yes, okay. I watched it, and I was like, oh, did you post this? You're like, yeah, I'm way ahead of you. You're but I didn't watch the video. So I'm going to watch yeah. it now, so this is a great podcast. And then Anna and I will discuss to see if we say yay. Or nay. Or nay. Um, so here we go. Okay, so there is no sound to this, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy and a girl walking by the store. Oh, it's closed. We're out of here. Okay, so I'm looking at it. So this happened on the first, uh, 30th of January. That's what it And keep an eye on the date as well, if you can. Okay, well, I'm watching. Okay, so the date keeps flicking back and forth from 2016 to 2019. Okay, um... Okay, so it just plays over again. Okay. Yeah, it plays it a second time, so you can kind of catch what you may might have missed the first time. Well, around. I didn't see the homeless guy at, in the beginning until he started moving. Yeah, that was the thing that I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, normally I would be like, oh, it's a hoax. But, I mean, the homeless guy was kind of, like, confusing. So Honestly, this is a hoax. I yeah. totally can see it's a hoax. Okay, first off, when the guy walks through the... The thing and everything that, okay, they do all these cheap effects. Like, they can't literally, okay, it's not really showing you the guy walk through the actual door. It does some stuff. Yeah, stats. it just kind of like. It does, okay. Does, and it's, and it's, not it's even, a light. And it's not even real static. Well, yeah, it's just like a flash of light, and, and then, then you goes can, through. And then you can see the, uh, okay, so he comes walking up, and mm-hmm. then he just kind of casually goes boom into it. Okay, and the problem that I'm having is like, okay, so he walks through the door. Are you trying to tell me this guy has superpowers? Because I'm like, if this is a ghost, a spirit, or something like that, he's obviously very dressed at this modern day. You can see the lights flickering on in the store, but honestly, I can totally see... Yeah, this is all green screened. <laughs> well, you just ruined it for me. Sorry, but it is. It's all green screen. 
where the door is and where he's walking out that's completely green screen. Okay, so, um, okay, because I'll put it this way. It says closed. Right. Then you have, okay, clearly, you know what throws it off the at the very beginning is the very beginning. The people of the, walking up to the door, yeah, looking at each other and then walking away. It's yeah. very staged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you can clearly see because when you look in the window and you see the flashing lights of everything going inside like that, I'm looking at it going like, wow, these are the cheap effects that you would see in a CW show. Back in 1995. Right. And um, All right, really, you lo- it for me. And really low budget <laughs> uh, sci-fi channel movies. So I'm sorry. Like, again, I'm like Mulder. I like to believe. But, of course, I go. See, this. Okay, you know what I'm realizing? Hmm. If they did an, if they if were to bring the X-Files, uh, they have it come back for more seasons and everything like that. I'm starting to believe I should just play Fox Mulder and Agent Scully's son. Because I basically have the two in them where I go, I want to believe but yeah, here's all the scientific shit, you know, with it. So <laughs> and I can play a dead hooker. Uh, um, I thought you were a dead hooker. Yeah, I, and look, I I sound c- great for dead hooker. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, but this is the sad part is is I I always want to find this stuff caught on video. I would love to see ghosts. I'd love to see like all this kind of you know. Oh, is that a is that a UFO? Is it a weird light? Like I I always want to be. The person that goes, oh, it could be, but then I always have to look at it from the scientific ass point of going like, okay, but clearly, I'm sorry. Watching that video, I'm like, if people, yeah, really that thought, one was, it, it really believed that this was, and I don't know if there's any comments at the bottom. There's not. But well, the like, first time I watched it, I was only like kind of half paying attention. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I kind of wanted to post it and see like what people thought. But I mean, why could, watching it again with you, I was like, oh yeah, so. I mean, it's like these certain videos that were online that I was watching where it would show, like, these, this guy holding a phone, and then you just see this creature, like, climbing on the side of a building or something like that, like, doing these. There was, like, these weird videos that I dive, dove into this weird um, rabbit hole one night on the Internet where I was just going through trying to find stuff. Um, this was a long time ago. Uh, and literally all it was was, like, people made these CGI creatures, and they basically are very good at editing and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything. Because you're trying to tell me these huge-ass kind of, like, alien-like creature things climbing through these downtown Asian buildings or... And not things. disrupting anything not, or getting yeah. more than one shot. Yeah, well, and the guy's sitting there going, like, what is that, you know, kind of thing. I'm like, basically what he probably did is he filmed out his action, what he was going to do, watched the video over and over again, created this model in, you know, Adobe 3D, you know, print or whatever not and then you know great great editing skills like i'll put it this way great skills like that you're able to do that and you could literally probably send that off to movie companies and be like hey i know how to do this stuff but yeah it just reminded me of like when people are like oh shoot what is that it just reminded me of the american dad whenever steve is the superhero and he saves like the the uh kid that's in the the suv yeah and the guy is filming it and he's like oh god oh god yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like so random. Yeah, so, but yeah. So, again, like I said, I'd love to find these things. I'd love to talk about these things. Like, that's the thing. I mean, I, I know I want to bring people on the show to discuss these supernatural, paranormal, you know, kind of things. Um, I mean, I've been in talks with a buddy of mine who reconnected with me from uh, high school that he has all this ghost hunting equipment mm-hmm. stuff that he picked up and we haven't done anything I with. Wanna so, go, I want to go, I want to go. So, we already said that we're going to try to go do that and then I, after we're done with it we'll record the podcast maybe play some of the tapes that we any of the recording and some of that so that'll be something to look forward to in the near future um but okay but this one is a i put it under eerie news of the week um it does kind of classify with all these kind of strange phenomenals and stuff of that this is just crazy so a seattle mother of three murdered alleged by a man she met online not gonna lie mom she's pretty pretty hot hot. (laughs) um and that's so weird to say that 
about a dead woman. Um, it sucks. It's like three children of three and stuff like that. But what gets really weird? Then you see the picture of the guy, and I'm not. I'm, wow. I'm not gonna say like crazy eyes. Yeah, he's got fucking crazy eyes. But I don't know when that picture was taken because obviously it's not with the police lineup. But basically, the the rumor has is this woman basically I guess is on a dating site. They don't. I don't think they say the dating site because I was really curious about that. Because if there was literally like something like it's Tinder, it's probably eHarmony. <laughs> like, oh shit! See, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> like, if it's something like that, where you're like, oh shit, it's a legitimate dating site. That means this guy had money. Like, he wasn't like it's like beware, people. You know, um, and it really sucks because dating of, site Craigslist. <laughs> well, it really sucks because it's like it debunks like all the stuff that I always say to people. Like, hey, if you're gonna meet somebody online, you know, always go to a public place. Always do this. The guy took her to a Mariners game. What's more public than that? They probably went in his car. I, okay, I get that. I understand. Well, it says said her vehicle was um, – I don't know if they ever found it. Um, okay, so basically, Mariners baseball game on Friday, April 8th. A man she met online, but the 40-year-old nurse never returned uh, to her uh, Retton, Washington home. When her ex-husband came to drop off the kids on Saturday morning, no one came to the door. Uh kind of thing so it's like and that's that's the other thing that that i like it kind of it's like not only is she a mother of three she's a fucking nurse so it's like she's actually doing something for the community here it's like another humbled nice woman just wanted to be like look i i gotta get back out there i'm 40 years old i'm pretty good looking let's see probably met this guy he probably was very witty probably very funny so watch out woman do not trust the funny witty guys um especially especially if they know how to cook um, they seem very normal. Uh, they have a podcast. Don't trust any of that. They have shit. a cat. Yeah, they have a cat. That's a warning sign. They have a fucking cat. That's the only. Okay, a cat is less social than that person. Uh, but yeah, so basically, I uh, guess on April 11th, uh, the human remains belonging to Lynn was her name uh, were found in a, I believe, a neighbor's recycling bin. Ten miles from her house. Yeah, ten miles from her house. And basically, the guy who discovered it, he like. <clears throat> looked pretty much opened his can and saw these bags in there going like um yeah they found this does not look right her foot and her head yeah and another body part but they didn't say what it was but the funny the weird thing is that this dude that they uh are that is the main suspect his criminal Char- history charlton yes his criminal history includes convictions for misdemeanor assault in king county Felony theft in Montana in 2009 and second degree aggravated assault robbery in Utah in 2006 and misdemeanor battery in 2009 in Idaho. Um, uh, he was also found guilty of possession of marijuana in 1990s. I like how they throw gateway drug. You go and kill people and no, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Body went, parts in a trash can. Yeah, you went through everything else, and these are like you're like, oh, okay, oh, I can see, oh, that's yeah, I can see where this is escalating. And then it's like, but he was found guilty of possession of marijuana in 1997, but he was charged was deferred. It's like, why even put that in there? Like, do you really think everyone's sitting there going like, well, man? Well, that's what I don't get, is it went from misdemeanor assault to second-degree aggravated robbery to misdemeanor battery to felony theft to chopping a woman up and throwing her in a trash can. Like, what the fuck? How do you jump to that? Like, seven years later, you jump to, I'm going to kill some bitch. Like, I mean, normally, like, doesn't it escalate? Like, I would think that there would be, like, some rape charges in there or something. Well, again, they only found certain parts of her body. For all we know, he probably could have sexually assaulted her, either where she was living or dead. I mean, that's the problem. It's like, no, no, like, I'm saying, like, it seems weird to me that there's not rape charges in his record already. 
like leading up to it or like something to indicate that he's actually going to like get to the point of like killing someone because i mean like if you had been charged with like manslaughter or something and then you chop someone up that i can understand but like you generally there's like build up to it it's not just like oh i beat someone up and i chop somebody up it's like well that's well, not like a huge jump. i mean i'll put it this way these are the only ones that he was convicted of busted on and everything that we don't know yeah, i mean true. again this guy obviously you're looking at him i've never heard of this person before yeah. He looks like pretty much a normal nobody guy, kind of like just goes the crazy around. eyes. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. It's probably yeah. not, they always pick like the worst pictures of some of that. <laughs> I, I, you know what I like to see, and this is getting out of hand, but what I like to see is actually like they're like, oh, this guy was brought up in charges, but everybody, everybody should have a stock photo of them dressed in a nice suit and posing like the interesting man in the world. Most in- yes, so right. Then, like so, it's like this is the stock. It's like this man was arrested today. And it's just like. Oh, actually, it's kind of funny. I know exactly. I what... don't always murder, but when I do, I make sure to chop up pieces and put half of them in recycling. Bins. I know exactly what picture they would use if I ever got arrested for anything, like something horrible like this. There's a picture that I have from when I was like, uh, like nineteen twenty, mm-hmm. and I was at a swing dancing thing, and the camera, the camera angle was just perfect, and I was glancing up at the perfect time to where I, looking up, I look possessed. Uh, like straight like demonic and I am like fucking pissed and I guarantee fucking to you if I did anything wrong and they'd be like here's a picture of the the girl and people would be like oh my gosh she looks like a horrible person but like my face like I'm always happy and smiling and creepy as hell so yeah but it's it's a sad story <laughs> I'm pretty sure this I mean we just this just happened on the 11th I mean this guy was you know uh pretty much uh, caught and we don't know if he's guilty if he's not guilty if something else happened i mean we don't know all the details yet um so we're this is probably a story that we'll probably follow throughout this entire year if stuff comes up and hopefully it's not just one of these as bad as it sounds fluff pieces for the news where they're like oh nothing going on today oh a woman was murdered okay we're going to use that and then we don't hear about it um it's been a long time since we heard of a horrific murder like this yeah um, I know the show on uh, HBO or the documentary or whatever was going on Making with the Making a Murderer. I was gonna say uh, with the uh, OJ trial stuff. Um, uh, I was yeah. just talking about or whatnot. I don't know if that's on HBO right now or what's going on, but yeah, we just finished the uh, yeah Making a Murderer. That was uh, another thing. Yeah. Um, but of course, so that's gonna wrap up our eerie news of the week. Um, so yeah, we gotta find more crazy stuff. But without further ado, we are jumping into our horror movie slash TV news before we jump into our movie that we watched this week. Do you want to just um, kind of rush through these really quick because it looks like we've probably been doing the podcast for a while now. So. Uh well, actually, we're still under um our usual time. It, it's oh, uh, really? well, it's forty three minutes so far. So you yeah, can do what you want. Uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and. Jump into some of these stories, and I'll be right back. All right. Uh, apparently, St. Vincent will direct part of a horror movie. Uh, Annie Clark, the 33-year-old art rocker, better known by her moniker St. Vincent, has conquered stages around the world. She now try her hand at directing um, the forthcoming horror anthology film X. I don't know if it's XX or XX, but I'm just going to call it XX. Um, it's comprised of multiple... Female-directed segments, each starring a female lead. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Clark will direct one of these segments, and filming is set to begin in spring. Uh, The directors of XX have been giving free creative reign within budget and time constraints. That's kind of a cool idea, actually. 
Yeah, I thought it was interesting when I found that story. That's... Well, it's probably like Kiss Kiss or something, since it's all directed by women about women. Mm. So that's that's directed clever. by women and it's for women. Something, something, balls, ball sack <laughs> won't be in this movie because women hate men. And I know you're excited about this next one, so oh, I'm gonna take it away. Oh shit, yeah! <laughs> so I just found out rapper Fifty Cent is gonna have a role in the motherfucking president uh, predator movie. Predator. Predator. Shit, son. I need money because, of course, if people don't under- know, know this, 50 Cent has been bankrupt for a while now. He doesn't even have 50 cents. He don't even have 50 Cent to his name. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'm excited. And I know <laughs> when I mention it to people, people are like, what the hell? I'm like, look, dude, <clears throat> I just hope they don't do it. Like, I actually hope he, he could he could beat the shit out of stuff and do some things. I just don't want it to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger if he comes back. They're fighting, punching each other up like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And all of a sudden they fall through a, you know, recording studio. And 50 Cent is going like, go Predator, go Predator, go, go Predator, go Predator. It becomes like ninja rap with iced tea. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Totally random. It has nothing to do with anything. But while I was on DreadCentral.com, which is where you found that story, apparently Dread Central has a box of Dread called on. I know you've mentioned this to me before. Did we talk about it on the podcast? We talked about it on the podcast. Fuck, totally forgot. We talked about it on the podcast going like, I need a Kickstarter just so I could keep getting That's right, boxes. I forgot about that. I was debating that. on signing this one up because it's going to be with... Uh, Bruce Campbell and Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead and uh, uh, Evil Dead stuff is going to be in it, so yes. So. Yo, I just saw Bruce Campbell's face and I totally forgot about it. But yeah, I totally forgot about it. I was like, oh yeah, I can't remember if we talked about this because I'm retarded. Um, oh, I will talk about this because these oh. two movies just came out this week as well. So if you didn't get a chance, we did review the movie The Forest. That just was came out this week along with uh, Krampus is now finally out on, Ooh. I believe, they, came out, they both came out, I believe, on the 12th. I need to get that Christmas movie. Yeah, I need to get Krampus. Oh, my God. I love that movie. I'm going to have to watch that every year now. Yeah, that's going to be my... Like a week before Christmas. That's going to be my week before Christmas Christmas special. Um, let's see. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. We'll see what happens. I'm just excited that we're getting a new Predator movie. Uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, buddy. Michael Keaton. No, Michael <laughs> Moore. Shane Black, I believe his name is the director who also directed the. Um, yeah, Shane Black's brand new sequel to the Predator. Uh, Shane Black. If uh, a lot of people uh, did not like his version of Iron Man three for whatever reason, because he oh. took over for John Farva. But for some strange reason, he usually does most of his movies during Christmas time. So yes, I would love to have another Christmas movie uh, with The Predator would be a great horror film. And if they bring Arnold Schwarzenegger back, which would be great. Because, okay, I'm just saying this. I, I know I should be a writer on certain stuff. I have some great ideas, great jokes, but he's fighting The Predator. If you bring Arnold Schwarzenegger back, Find the Predator literally right before he punches him one time. He just goes, Jingle all the way, motherfucker, and then punches him because he was in that horrible movie called Jingle All the Way. I forgot about that. That would be awesome. Uh, Christmas wreaths flying everywhere. Yeah. Holly gets thrown across the room. Yeah, he'd be like, You have a Holly Jolly death! <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Sounds like fun. Oh, it'd be so great. Oh, this is what they call Santa's sleigh. Yeah. Ah! 
Uh, next story is all you, because um, you and your no, fucking clowns. Okay, well, I'm just saying, Stephen King says the new at- adaptation of It will begin filming soon. Uh, this looks like it's going to be finally a full-length uh, movie picture. Of course, it's based off of the movie It, and it's also based off of uh, when the uh, the uh, the little made-for-TV movie of it, which uh, Tom Curry was uh, Pennywise the Clown. That's right. Pennywise. If you guys don't know that's the clown's name, a lot of people do know the clown's name, which is funny because I only, I didn't see it. Um, I don't know when I saw it. I didn't see it when I was little, but then I realized I was listening to a band called Pennywise, and that's pretty much how I think they got their thing. Uh, still no update on who's playing the creepy clown uh, Pennywise. I did say it would be fantastic if Jim Curry would come back to reprise oh, his role Jim Curry. as the clown, but I kind of think he probably won't do that because he's probably busy on other things. It's probably more of those things where it's like, look, I did that. I enjoyed doing that. But let somebody else, you know, kind of take over the rings and yeah. have fun with it or whatnot. Um, I think they should just hire me, and I'll just do a uh, Edwin with it. Yeah, and that'd be just creepy. Yeah. Hey kid, you want to come down to the the weird drainage ditch? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna rip out your organs! I'm gonna kill your family! <laughs> so that was sort of creepy. Anyways. That's who they should have do it. Ryan Reynolds. These kids are out of control. I just, I just don't understand. I just, all I want to do is just slaughter them and eat their bones. And he's just like, "Hey kids, come on!" He's wearing his Deadpool off. He just rips it off as a fucking clown mask. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, next story. Um. Which I found on bloodydisgusting.com, and I thought it was very interesting looking. So, IFC Midnight has announced that they will be releasing the Dan, uh, the the Danish, Danish. There we go. The Danish. The Danish. My race. name is Danish. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm Dan, but I'm kind of Danish. Woo-hoo. I'm not a full blown Dan, but I'm Danish. Oh. My name is Danish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you people could see his dance right now, it's awesome. Um, I ain't no Danish. I'm just the Danish. I kind of be a Dan, but I want to be an ish. So Danish is my name, you bitch. So my fucking dick. Oh, Danish. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, that, that's so the Danish part. virus horror, uh, thriller slash horror, what we become is going to be in limited theaters and on all digital platforms as well as video on demand on May 13th, uh, which is coincidentally a Friday. Uh, the story arc is the Johansson family's idyllic summer is brought to an abrupt halt as deaths stack up from a virulent strand of the flu. The authorities start off by cordoning off the neighborhood, but soon panic and force the inhabitants into quarantine in their hermetically sealed houses. Isolated from the rest of the world, teen Gustav spies out and realizes that the situation is getting out of control. He breaks out, but soon the family of four comes under attack from the riotous, bloodthirsty mob who forces them to the extreme to escape alive. So, I, from the few pictures that I can see, it... Oh, there's a fucking trailer. I'll just watch that. But it looks like it's the uh, virulent strain of the flu, as they put it, is probably going to be like almost like a zombie virus or something. Are you playing it? So, I is. Oh, why don't you have me play it? Okay. So people can actually hear it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just give me a Last of Us movie already. Oh, 
This is why you don't meet guys at, uh... Was what? Yeah, it's... I know, it's not working. Wie geht's? Und Arsch in Life ist schon da, gell? Hallo? Ja, gut. Ich geh weg, Herr Coming soon. Um, yeah, I'm always down for a great horror film, uh, or a great zombie film, I should say. Um, so yeah, this looks interesting, it looks fun. It basically just looks like um, 28 Days Later, just with the Danish. Uh, I was going to say it looks sort of like um, Record. Uh, except with um, the actual film behind it. Yeah, instead of just handheld because it's like talking about like being quarantined and all that kind of shit yeah so. i will say this though uh record uh we, I, we saw the first one did not see the second one and then it's weird because then they do this weird jump because i was reading up on the third and fourth one where the third one starts out with a handy cam and then switches to full length picture because huh. it takes place during a wedding or whatnot and this actually takes place before i believe two and three or <clears> during <throat> or not two and three during two one and two and then the fourth one goes back to the original woman uh, on a boat kind of thing, and it's filmed again in theatric, not with a handy cam. So it's kind of cool transition that I read about and so what we saw of the first one where it was like we started with a handy cam, had an idea, did the second one like that, and then just kind of like we combined the two and then just went like a different direction, which I thought was actually kind of smart because most people would be like, nope, if it's handy cam, we're sticking with handy cam, bro. Yeah, and we have true. a shit ton of movies. So, um, yeah, but I'm always down for a good horror film. Like I said, I've, I've been looking for forward to them ever making a mm. uh, a last of us movie i forgot we never got to see pride and prejudice and zombies we did not and it's probably out of theaters we'll probably have to watch it again but speaking of our latest horror film that we watch or thriller um which some people would say some assholes say well not okay okay you know what okay not well, a, not a horror film but a thriller but guess what there's our spectrum of horror films is there's so many different freaking genres so get over it already, people, okay? We're going to be talking about thrillers. We're going to talk about psychological stuff, horror movies, ghost movies, and stuff Sci -fi. like that. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah. There's a lot in our medium spectrum because guess what? Guess what? Horror movie, Alien. Yep. Not a horror movie, action-packed movie, Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Then guess what? We go back to the third one and it's back to horror movie. So <laughs> can't right? see me jerking myself off right now. And in the words of Rick and Morty, yeah, don't hurt yourself don't don't break your arm jerking yourself off there, Morty. Um, okay, so I'm going to read the synopsis, which I think is probably a perfect, easy synopsis. Uh, oh, IMDb has it listed as horror, comma, thriller. Yeah. 
A deaf woman is stalked by a psycho killer in her secluded home. Yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, this is actually surprising to me. Um, I remember seeing the trailer for this. In fact, uh, Matthew sent me the trailer because he saw the movie Oculus, which is done by the same director. Um, he sent it to me. I watched it. I was like, this is awesome. When is this coming out? It comes out in 2016. Uh, randomly going through Netflix just this week and realizing – Oh, shit, it's on Netflix already. So I don't know if it came out to theaters or not came out to theaters. And Anna's doing her weird mouth thing over her microphone. That's why, guys. Hashtag Anna Movie Date. She's got a big mouth. Um, <laughs> Wait, so I know that the, he's uh, direct. He directed a film. The, the, the director of this movie directed another film. And then it's not set to come out until November. But it is set to come out. Um, in theaters. This one did not. It was directly to Netflix because Netflix was the only one who picked it up who's willing to just leave it in its original format and oh, all really? that kind of stuff. Yeah, it said that um, because I actually read um, an interview with the director and the actress and I was able to read it all the way through because our system went down at work today. So oh, yeah, that was we fun. had I had plenty of time to kill, so I just did that on my time off waiting for the system to come back up but i did not know this so writers were mike <clears throat> flanagan and katie siegel and apparently katie siegel was actually in the movie yes the kate kate siegel is the main deaf chick in the movie and i think that's probably why she was used for it because she was one of the co-writers but uh, so so fuck this, that asshole deaf person who's like fuck this movie because they actually I, used a hearing person i was gonna wait to save that but okay um, well, she can't hear me anyways. She's deaf. Anyways, but I will say this. So the funny part is this is the first movie where I didn't recognize any of the women. Now, this is a pretty good cast right now. Right now, you only have literally five people. You recognized one person. No, I recognized two people. In two the people? Cast. Oh. Yeah, because it was, it was both the men. Oh. Because it wasn't until you – I mean, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'll put it this way. Okay, I recognized the one guy without having to look at IMDb or anything like that. The other guy I did not know until you were looking at IMDb and realized this was a guy in a movie that we just saw uh, called 10 Cloverfield Lane. And the guy looks completely different from that movie because in that movie he has a beard, he has all this uh, you know, hair and stuff like that. And this one he's kind of like shaved and everything like that. Now the other guy was Michael, I believe his last, his last name might be Turner. Uh, he, Michael Truco. Oh, Michael Truco. He was in uh, How I Met Your Mother at a certain point. But the three women in this film, I did not recognize. I did not know where they were from or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so the two that was actually. But again, like I said, now Anna and I, I said it this time after watching this movie, we're going to start doing a thing called body count um, when we review movies and talk about this one. Now, yes, this movie does not have a big body count. Again, it's only a cast of five people, but. Out of the five people that they made this movie with, I think they did a pretty good job um, on everything like that. So, without further ado, before we jump into what the uh, – we'll talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And if you want to talk a little bit more about the interview and all that kind of stuff, we'll do that before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this. And then, of course, we'll give you the reviews of IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and then talk about our review of what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, and now a new addition to it. Body count. The body count. Uh, so, uh, so Anna, what did you like about this movie? Uh, I liked a lot about it, actually. I thought it was an original idea. Um, and I really like the movies that don't rely on, like, the normal crutches that other movies do. Like, which is why I liked the movie The Artist so much, because it literally was a movie that was made now that's made, like, a silent film. Until the very, very end, the main actor says one line, and then it's just over. And I thought that that was he really cool. An, he got an Oscar for that. I'm sure he did. Fuck him. 
someone's a little angry. Um, but I thought it was really cool, and I really liked that. And actually, that was another, that's one of the reasons why Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds is one of my favorite movies. Because... Such a good movie. Right? Yeah. In the entire movie, the only music that's play that you hear... Like, there's no orchestral music at all. The only music you hear is whenever she's in the car and she has the radio on and whenever people are playing the piano. That's it. Everything else is just silent or, like, uh, that really creepy scene, my favorite scene, whenever she's out on the playground smoking a cigarette and you hear wings flapping while she's smoking and it pans over and there's birds sitting on the monkey bars and it pans, it like shoots over to her again. She's smoking a cigarette. You hear more wings flapping, goes back to the monkey bars and there's more birds on the monkey bars, goes back to, and it's just like that transition. You're just like, turn around, you stupid fucking bitch. Like, oh, see, my favorite part in that movie is literally when they're leaving. Oh. Everything's dead silence, and you kind of can just hear a little <clears throat> bit of like flattering of birds, like just adjusting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they literally just kind of get in the car, and then they just leave, and the movie just kind of ends. And I know a lot of people are like, "What the fuck? Like, where was the reason behind this and stuff like that?" I'm like, you know, honestly, certain horror movies, I feel like there shouldn't even be a reason. They should just, yeah. Like, I, I don't know why they try to, like, actually, honestly, the happening could have been a great film if they literally just if they didn't try to explain it. Yeah, if they didn't explain it. That yeah, that's actually, what I was going to say. I was actually going to use that as an example. That the would happening would have been so great, but they tried and failed because they're like, we're going to explain it. It's like, no, 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 no. It should just happen, and you have no idea why. See, I was confused because when I saw it, I literally thought it was based off of, you know, Good Times, The Happening, and I was like, hey, 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 and <laughs> I was mistakenly wrong. Oh, there's an old movie that was directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally all about this guy who's being chased down by a semi-truck driver. And you never see the the semi-driver's face, what he looks like or anything. But, like, he's just constantly, like, this guy is in, like, a, a, a normal car, and he's just constantly being chased down the road by this guy. And he has no idea, like, the reasoning behind it. And then finally at the end, spoilers. Wait, are you, at, is it Steven Spielberg or Stephen King? It's a Steven Spielberg directed movie. Huh. Um, and at the end of it, the this is major spoilers for this movie, but the the <laughs> the uh, the semi ends up driving off like this huge cliff and ends up in a ravine, and it doesn't explode, and it just shows like the guy who was in the car just like sit down on the edge of the the road. Duel. Maybe. Well, nineteen seventy one duel. Let's see. Uh. A Duel is a 1971 uh, television thriller film directed by Steven Spielberg and written by Richard uh, Matheson, uh, based on Matheson's short story. Let's see, I'll read the synopsis. I'll see if it gives me a synopsis. Okay, let's see. So, uh, uh, it stars Dennis Weaver as a terrifying um, monstrosity stalker on a remote and lonely road by the most unseen driver of a mysterious tanker truck. Yes. So, okay, so it's called the M- Duel. Uh, which now I want to find this. It's and, a fantastic, uh, it's a creepy ass movie. Obviously it's dated as hell, but it is creepy as hell. And I just love the ending because there's no reason for it. You never figure out who it is, why he was doing that. Nothing. You're just experiencing it from the driver's perspective. And at the end of it, it's just so incredible and so kind of funny because like the tanker falls off the side of the road, uh, side of the ravine, but it doesn't explode. And at the end, the driver just sits down on the edge of the cliff it grabs a handful of rocks and starts chucking rocks at the, the the truck, the Mack truck that's in the ravine. And it's creepy as hell while you're watching it because you're like, well, 
let's go why and there's no reasoning behind it whatsoever hmm. that was another reason why i like this movie is like there's this guy that's out and he's killing people and you really don't have any reasoning as to why he's doing it and they're like they don't feel this like a compulsive need to explain why he's doing it they don't need feel the need to be like oh well this happened and or they know each other through this and blah 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 and it's just sort of it's nice i enjoyed that about it that they're just kind of like no that's good <laughs> actually now i kind of want to check this i'm gonna see if i can find a copy of this uh duel because it looks like yeah it i saw it on tv with my dad years yeah, ago and like i it was, never it, remember it was, it i never found out a, yeah it looks like it was just a uh television uh uh like movie debut thing or something like that. So yeah, it was, was a fantastic uh, movie. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's certain movies that I feel like if you don't have to give us an explanation, like literally, The Happening, if you think about it, if you take out all the bullshit with the plants, don't give us a reason, and everything just kind of ends, you're kind of like, what the f Like... Yeah. Like, I'm sure people will be pissed. Like, what the fuck? But I think it gives you more of like, a, okay, well... This could, you know, it's like, okay, but then as soon as you're like, oh, the plants are attacking us, you're like, oh, okay, now I'm just Well, they just, and they actually kind of did that with the War of the Worlds story, too. Well, I love War of the Worlds, though, so. Yeah, well, I'm, no, I'm saying, like, I mean, yeah, the aliens came down and they were eating us and whatever, but there's no, like, they don't really explain if, like, there was something that happened on Mars that caused them to come down or, oh, no, like, because back in the day, aliens were, like, there's no reason for aliens to come to attack us. Like, I know in Independence Day, uh, Resurgent looks amazing, but uh, Independence Day, they, basically, they mention them, they're like locusts, basically. They go to a planet, they just pretty much get all the resources they need, so then they move on to the next planet or whatnot. Ours was next in line for that thing. But War of the Worlds, it was just like, no, nah, we're Martians, we don't give a shit, so we're just going to come here and shoot up places. Like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, back in the day, aliens did not need a reason to come to Earth. <laughs> it's, it's, there was no, like, prime or reason, like, and the problem is, it's funny, like, I want to see, like, an alien movie where, like, they come to Earth, and instead of, like, uh, them trying to attack us or anything like that, it's, they're like, hey, how's it, and then we're just like, fuck you! <laughs> and we just start mowing them down. We're like, District and, 9. And they're, no, that was, well, we didn't really mow them down, we kind of kept them alive. Yeah, but you put them in, they, so we put them in concentration cans essentially so, but the well, i'm just saying like, yeah anyways but uh so anyways. back to the actual hush, mo hush movie um <laughs> hush movie hush uh no that's the brewery yeah uh, to go to. Uh, but yeah so anyway so um yeah so it's a very like i said it's not a huge cast um few people in it some of that um i will say this it's a okay so the premise like we said is a like you a can't play doubles with five people sorry um, yeah, it's five people it's, in the cast. Well, five people in the cast. What I was saying is like, uh, it's a very like, you know, the woman's death. Uh, basically, this guy basically kills her best friend who lives not too far from her or whatnot. And actually, that was actually kind of an eerie scene because the woman who's deaf is like cleaning up the her kitchen and everything like that. And she literally runs to the door and she's banging on it. And she's like just bleeding out. And you're like, oh, shit. That was another thing that I really liked is whenever they showed her cooking, like it showed like all the sounds that everything was making, like while she was cooking, like the sounds like of the knife, like yeah. slicing through and like cracking the garlic and all this kind of stuff. And it showed her from, and like, you know, popping in the pan and then showed it from her perspective. And it's just silence. Yeah. And it was really, it's like, uh, like it was really fascinating how like they initially introduced that she was deaf it's just like showing it from basically her perspective and you can't hear anything um, so yeah but uh 
Yeah, no. So overall, it's a good movie. Um, I like it's like I said, it's very it. I'm trying to think. It's like like I said, there's not that much of a cast in there, but they actually um, the movie does not drag. I don't think. It, no, it, honestly, not. it started off pretty fast. Like literally, it, it introduces two of the characters. She's cooking. Then all of a sudden, boom! The one girl's getting stabbed, and the other guy literally comes over to the door and he sits there and he likes you know he kills the her friend like pretty much right at her doorstep, and then he's sitting there going like. Huh. Like he's like, what the fuck's going on here? This woman didn't do shit. And he's like tapping on the glass and everything. That he's like, interesting. So he literally drags the body away, comes back, like kind of sneaks in the house and literally sits there. And he's like, he starts making a little bit of noise. And she's just on her computer and he's just kind of like, like, oh, fuck. Like, I kind of want like he kind of honestly like he's like most probably serial killers and horror movies. Some of that kind of gets like, OK, I kind of need like he craves the attention. Yeah, well, that's he, why he was doing all of it is to get the attention and get the rise out of her and get the fear. Because there was actually a scene where I thought that they did a really good job about that. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened now, but there's this one part where he's basically taunting her. Like through the glass, and she just looks away, and he gets frustrated and starts like beating on the window, like trying to get her attention, and obviously she can't hear it. Yeah. And he just gets really frustrated because she's not even paying attention to him, and he's like, "Pay attention to me!" <laughs> like. But like I said, I think it's actually you know what this movie reminds me of. It reminds me. I don't think it was really your childhood. A no. Oh. Um. It then reminds me. Off. It reminds me of a movie, and I don't think it was a horror film. Mm-hmm. I think it was a thriller or whatnot. But I. I Honestly, I think it was by Alfred Hitchcock, but I'm not sure. What's it called? I don't know. But What's it's, it about? It's about... I'm trying to get there. Jeez. <laughs> Hi. I wish you were deaf right now. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it's a blind woman. Mm-hmm. And she either either hears like a murder or she hears something and these guys come in and try to murder her, basically, to silence her or whatnot. I forget the... It's, I feel so dumb right now because it's like on the tip of my tongue of exactly what it's doing. But basically, there's a part in it where she... Uh, she shuts off all the like cuts the power basically to her own place because she knows the place because she's blind and then she can pretty much outsmart this you know killer or guy who's trying to murder her or whatnot. Um, so I thought this was kind of like a new take on that where it's like a woman who can't hear and this guy kind of like you know he kind of feeds off of that like fear thing and stuff because it's like literally it's like banging a window or doing some of that it's like all this kind of stuff. Wait until dark. It could be waiting until dark. I think with it. Audrey Hepburn yeah. back in 1967. Yes. Yep. It was not directed by Hitchcock, though, was it? Um. So I don't think it was. Uh, it was written by Hammerstein. Okay. Oh, Jane Howard Hammerstein. Excuse me. Um. Uh, and Robert Carrington. Uh, I don't. Uh, director was Terrence Young. Okay, yeah. It just felt like a Hitchcock film at a certain point. Um, but yeah, that was the. Crazy movie. But anyways, yeah. So, great concept. I like the idea. I like how he tries to get her. Then when he finally does get her, and then he realizes, like, she's, you know, deaf and stuff like that, and all the different stuff. So, um... Oh, so completely random. You know how in the beginning of the movie, I pointed out that they had a uh, Stephen King movie? Yes. Or Stephen King book, book yeah. that was filmed, in, like, on her bookshelf. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. So, this is a random trivia. It says, the Stephen King book glimpsed at the beginning of the movie as Maddie plugs in her computer is Mr. Mercedes, another story about a psychotic serial killer whose motives are never explained. Flanagan, the director, is a huge Stephen King fan, and King was a vocal fan of Flanagan's Oculus. Ooh, okay. Yeah, again, that's what we're trying to do. So, without giving too much away, because I know the movie just 
I think it just came out on Netflix. It's yep. pretty much brand new, 2016. So again, you have nothing else to lose. I just want to say uh, I'm not going to tell you how it ends. I'm not going to tell you. I will say the body count is very small in this one. Um, not too many, but again, the cast isn't that big. Uh, it's very interesting. It moves pretty fast. Like I was very surprised how fast it moved. Um, and not, I mean, there are parts where you kind of sit there going like, okay, when is stuff like, you don't sit there going like when stuff's going to happen. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say it well, moves it's, fast. It it's has. more like it keeps you interested and it keeps I, you invested in the characters and in the movie. Like whenever it finished, I was like, Aww. like it was kind of like, I want more. Uh, uh, like, I, uh, basically what I was going to say is it, it has good pacing. Yes. Uh, there's never like a moment where you're sitting there going like, come on, figure shit out and stuff like that. So Yeah, we'll uh, put it this way. The movie that we watched last week was 90 minutes long. And that dragged that like a dragged. motherfucker. This, was, this, is this 80, one I was like, oh, this, this 80 is, minutes is gone already? What the fuck just yeah, happened? This like, is what? 81 minutes, and it was pretty enjoyable. So like I said, it's on Netflix. You have nothing else to lose. But before we dive into our ratings, yeah. we'll give the ratings of the actual critics who get paid for this. So uh, IMDb gave it a 6.9 out of 10. That's not too bad. And then uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it... They gave it really high ratings. Uh, okay, am I reading that right? Yes, you are. So, according to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I mean, it's only been... I mean, the average rating is 6.710, but according to the Tomato Reader, they gave it uh, 100%. That's the viewer ratings. That's not the critic ratings. There's no critic ratings yet. Oh, there's no critic rating yet. So, okay, but um, <clears throat> uh, people who want to see it is 98%. Uh, oh, shit, did I... Oh, that comes out this weekend. Fuck. So I got to really distract it. So apparently this Jungle Book by John Farver already got reviewed by Rotten Tomatoes at 92%. Oh, somebody from Nerdist already posted a uh, review about it. It said, a fast-paced, impressively efficient, and wildly suspenseful cat-and-mouse thriller from Scott Weinberg. Dude, you should totally... Uh, are they on what, Facebook or... That was on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, I was hoping if it was on something you could reply back going like, yes, we're recording it right now and we're doing a podcast, Nerdist. We're before you. Ha ha ha. We finally beat you to something, Nerdist. Oh, he does have a, a review, like the full review posted on the Nerdist. So I can, I guess I could always just like tag it on the Twitter or something be like, we... I, or something. Something yeah. creative. I'm just kidding. Just everyone's better than us. That's all I've learned in my network. <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, so those are the reviews. Um, uh, obviously, Rotten Tomatoes does not have a review yet, but uh, I mean, 6.7, especially for a Netflix uh, movie, is pretty not that bad. Um, yeah. Anna, uh, out of... Um, Arrowheads. Arrowheads. Yeah, the... Uh, Graspa, are you going with that? Graspa. I was going to go with without of... Um, I was going to go without of, like, five sign languages or something. Um, I don't have a creative one for this movie. I'm just going to go with five crossbows because that was the main method of, uh, that was the main Oh, no, I, I, I got it better. Out of, out, out of five crazy ass fire alarms. I knew it. <laughs> how are you going to rate it? Out of five fire alarms, I would actually give it four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Uh, are you going to go with me on this one? Or are you going to... Uh, what? Do I always ruin everything? No, no, no. It's just normally you give it lower marks than what I give it, so... I will give it a... Uh, I'll give it four out of five fire alarms because <laughs> it's a movie that I fully enjoyed. Um, very small cast, very good casting and stuff like that. And, okay... We are past it, but there is a part in it. I don't want to spoil it, but the, finally the first time in a horror movie where someone does not have their fucking common sense removed 
where the boyfriend of the first victim in the movie shows up. Yeah. And he literally is looking at the killer, and everyone's thinking, like, oh, fuck. But then he literally has, like... Okay, this moment like, of... Like, he has what this the mo- fuck is No, he has this on. moment of, like, okay, I don't trust this guy as much as I can fucking throw him. So I need to, I need to do something about it, which kind of sucks because it's, like... He's finally doing something, and you're like, okay, great. And then the fucking deaf chick ruins it, and you're like, son of a bitch. Well, um, she didn't know any better. She can't hear anything. Oh, is that an excuse for everything? Yes. Uh, but yeah, That's her so, excuse for everything. So that's why I said it was almost like, a, I would say this, a kind of believable movie. Like most of the yeah. horror films, really, it's like, okay, uh, it's a stretch, but I mean, they did a good job, and there was that, there was that part in it where I just noticed, I was like, oh, there's fucking common sense in this movie. Because literally, if it was anybody else... In a different horror movie, it's usually like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Oh, I'm dead, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, not him going like, okay, I need to fucking knock this guy out and do something. Yeah, some well, that's why I liked kind of um, Christy so much. Even though it had a really slow start, like, just yeah, I, whenever she snapped, she fucking snapped. And I was this like... Way, with Christy, though, it, it had a... It had a Slow start, but the payoff was worth it. Wasn't like yes. the gallows where it took fucking forever, got yeah. to where it needed it took to get 50 to. Fifty minutes out of the ninety minutes it had before even one person died. But it wasn't <laughs> even that. It took forever to get to where it needed to get to. Then it finally got to where it needed to get to, and then it totally fucking just botched it. And you were like, "What the fuck did I just waste my life on?" <laughs> like I feel sorry for the people who starred in that movie, uh, directed that movie wrote the movie. Oh, yeah, because if I meet any of them, I'm going to punch them in the put, fucking face and be money, like, I don't care. Put money into the movie? <laughs> yes. Produce, like, any, anybody who's involved in that movie, I would remove that from your resume because you should not work in Hollywood ever again. I wonder it if they pulled a producer's pl- uh, thing on that movie where, like, they're basically like, okay, we're going to fuck this movie up on purpose. You think? That's the only thing I can come up with because I, I just don't think give a people, shit. I think people just suck at life. That's all. Well, but that yeah, too. but I say this: um, Hush is on Netflix. Um, hopefully, we didn't spoil too much. Um, but go ahead, check it out if you're interested. If you want a nice kind of fun movie, good por- popcorn flick. I will say this: uh, guys, Netflix and chill. Probably get you late because you won't want to go home after that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Of course, you can find us on the Facebook page at Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Just give us a like. Uh, don't forget to check out us on Twitter at Horrorcast. Go ahead and send us a tweet. Use any of our wonderful hashtags that we said. Uh, also, it's the same on Instagram at Horrorcast as well. I need to really try to post more pictures and do all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's all I have to get. So well, also I was gonna say, um, do you wanna do you wanna see if Oculus is on Netflix? Netflix? Uh, I think it still should be. Okay. Uh, I would recommend that would be the next movie we're gonna watch next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep everybody posted though on that one. I wasn't actually wrapping up the show. I was just gonna say, is there anything else you wanted to add well, before we close out the show? But um. Well, that was the only thing that I wanted to add. So bear with me one moment, if you don't mind, guys, and I'll check and make sure that oculus yeah, guys is... don't mind everyone's all like Ooh. yes it is still on netflix, netflix. okay so next oh week... and it has karen gillen so i totally forgot about that yeah no that's why matthew i think saw it yeah karen gillen the redhead from doctor who if you don't know who i'm referring to i'm starting to, to believe so... this director has a thing with redheads because there was two redheads in this movie that's true there's a redhead in that movie oh i'm totally gonna go and meet him now just so i can get in a horror movie yes 
Because why not? I mean, if you can, why not? Well, let's put it this way. Anna has red hair. She's uh, ginger. She has huge jugs. Um, <laughs> that I mean, was gu- a crass way of putting it. Guys, seriously, no one has hashtag Anna movie date. Literally, you could go out on a date. Okay, with how this about girl. this? Hashtag 34 double D. Damn. Let's see if we can get that going. Okay, look, when Anna was all like, I want to do a podcast, I was all like, I think we'd do better as a YouTube video, but okay. Um, and I was serious whenever I mentioned the bikini. Pictures. Yeah, no one. Apparently, no one cares. Well, uh, one person cares. We got one like since then. <laughs> I don't, and that's it. Uh, no, and that one like he didn't even listen to the podcast yet. Oh, what he, the hell? He was just a friend of mine from high school. That's the guy I told you about, who's going to be. Don't want to listen to the freaking podcast. No, 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 he had. He never. Okay, let me. Okay, I'm going to give him a shout out if he's uh, if he listens. To it. So David Gad, uh, David Gadberry. Buddy of mine from high school hit me up. He's all like, hey, dude, I loved your uh, Not Another Be Horrorcast because it's right in his wheelhouse. He loves that kind of stuff. He even told me, like, hey, if you want to watch, like, movies, and I'll come on and we'll talk about it. I'm like, yeah, perfect. He wants to do that ghost hunting thing. I'm like, I'm all for this. Like, we're going to totally do this. I Like, he might be a recurring guest because he's just into this kind of stuff. But the thing is, is he liked the page before he listened to a podcast. And the, then the podcast was posted, and it was his very first podcast he ever listened to. Uh, he said he liked it, he enjoyed it, but he's like, but don't go off of me because I've never heard a podcast before or whatnot. But I'm saying, like, this is a guy who liked the page just because it was in his wheelhouse of horror stuff. And so far, he's liked all the stuff well, that we posted. Well, props to him like, for actually listening to it, though, yeah, because yeah. I have done that before. Where people are like, oh, like this, and I actually do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, and I'll like the page, but I won't actually like pay attention to whatever they're and marketing. And I get that and stuff like that. So I do, I do want to give him a shout-out. David Gadbury, um, hopefully he doesn't Perhaps mind me you, using his last name. But uh, like I said, I do want him down on the show. Like we said, we want to do some ghost hunting. I was in talks with him and everything like that. Um, so it should be uh, pretty fun and stuff like that. So yeah, David will totally be on, uh, cool guy and everything like that. So, but yeah, like I'm saying, like uh, he reached out, he's commented on stuff, he's talked to me personally and things like that. So, and we've already had one guest on. We're gonna have more guests on hopefully. So like I said, you have anything you want to talk about? You had super, something supernatural happen to you? You have ghost stories? You have? Uh, if you're in the you know Phoenix Arizona area and stuff like that, you want if to you just want to be on a podcast, seriously. No, I don't want to say you want to be on a podcast. At least be something involved. Well, I mean, if you want to be on a horror podcast and talk about your experiences, I will or make just... sure. I'll uh, put it this way: if you're a guy and you want to come on the podcast, you want to talk about horror stuff and things. Or like, if I... you're a hot girl you know, and you want, <laughs> fucking Anna doesn't let me finish. <laughs> Guys. I will make sure Anna wears something a little bit more revealing, so you have something to look at. And if you're a hot chick. I could always use something to look at. Um, and I will wear something more revealing so then the hot chick has something to look at. Uh, yeah, because I am nothing good to look at. I look like a hobo that got shot with a shotgun. Speaking of which, hobo with a shotgun, <laughs> check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, you do not look the... like a hobo. I am a fucking mess. Um, anyway, so um, that's going to wrap up this show. But it, like I said, give us a shout out. Talk to us. Love us. Somebody, please. Because my parents won't. Uh, mine. Until next time, kiddos. Carpe noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. I've got to put some stuff in your cappuccino. It's a new horror movie called K-Cups.